I'm Emily, and I'm going to be doing a solo episode this week, um, just because Catherine did one last week, and it's kind of fun to just switch it up from time to time and have some short and sweet episodes for you guys. So today, I'm going to be doing a episode all about influencers, so the good, the bad, everything in between, my experience with them, my perspectives, um, and yeah, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, so for this episode, I actually reached out to a couple of my friends who I've had conversations with about, about influencers, so I got some of their opinions and insights as well that I'm going to share a bit later, which I really love. They have some great, great ideas, and I love having discussions with them. So, influencers. Obviously, we are living in a time where, you know, social media is super prevalent, obviously. Um, We all go on TikTok, we all go on Instagram, and basically every platform you're going to scroll on, there's going to be influencers. And you might become, you know, like really invested in that influencer's life. You might start to really like what they post, their content they show you. And as a result, you begin to follow them and you kind of feel like a part of their day-to-day life at a certain point if you're watching what they're posting every single day. And not only do they influence you in a certain way for you to follow, I guess, what kind of lifestyle they're presenting, but they also um, are trying to sell you things as well because they work with brands, they have partnerships, this is kind of their full-time job, and I think that's something that we forget about. We forget that influencers who have such a huge following are doing this for their life, for their work, for their income, Um, and it's not, it doesn't become just, you know, fun and creative content anymore not all the time so I think that's just something we have to remind ourselves about from time to time um so when they're trying to sell you a product or telling you you need to use this or um you know check out this healthy food um brand blah 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 blah. usually they're working with someone and they're getting paid for it and this is kind of what they do for a living so and also before I kind of get more into it Obviously, I say this a lot, but please take every episode with a grain of salt. Um, I'm actually, I'm not going to be judging influencers this whole episode. I actually really do love a lot of influencers. I've found more people that I enjoy following, and I've been able to kind of limit and dispose, I guess, of the ones I don't enjoy following as much. Um, So, yeah, I think that's just kind of the, the key to to working the system. You really have to bring in the people that you like to follow, who give you good ideas, who make you creative, who make you feel good, who boost your um, mental health and and um, encourage you to find joy on a day-to-day basis and really remove the ones that maybe, you know, spark toxic thoughts within your mind. Um, I might as well start off with my past experience with influencers and my take on them. I guess um, I've always followed influencers or famous um, figures since I started. Um, I'm going to use Instagram as the main example or maybe YouTube. And then when I started moving towards 
you know, interests with health and wellness and fitness. And I did go through my not so healthy time in my life with my, you know, mindset about food and my relationship to exercise. I was following an insane amount of health and wellness influencers. And it got to the point where it was so, so unhealthy for me because it was just fueling my addiction. It was fueling all the negative thoughts that I had about myself. And I felt like I had obsessed over these people who were showing me what they were eating every day and what workouts they were doing. And it got to the point where I was just so consumed by it every time I opened my phone and I'd go looking for it. And I just got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, like this is not healthy. And it was really that moment when I really started my actual recovery and, you know, my becoming the best version of myself. And I decided I really need to remove these people from my life because I'm sure they're amazing people and the content they post is great, but it wasn't helping me at the time of my life. And, um, it really helped me to simplify my life and kind of put the distractions away of what other people were doing and how they were living a healthy life or what they were doing for their mental health. And I really just stepped away from it and fully focused on what I wanted to do and what my journey would look like moving forward without the influence from them. With saying that, um, around the time that I started Pilates, I found Melissa Wood Health and I've been following her ever since. And she's an influencer that I honestly enjoy watching her content. I think she's so beautiful in the way that she talks about anything and the values and beliefs she holds. And she's so true and open and genuine about it. And she also like presents it in a way that she does that for herself. And while she is trying to help other people along the way as well, she does it so effortlessly that you kind of she lets you choose your own path while still having her as sort of like a role model. I'm getting like super technical about this, but I hope this makes sense. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just, because I love her workouts and I think she's so calming and just so down to earth, she is someone that I choose to follow because I think she allows me to kind of check in on myself and sometimes I'll see her post something about, you know, having a crazy week with mental health or just super busy or she hasn't been, you know, following her regular routine and how it's thrown her off and that kind of lets me take a step back and say, yeah, you know what, I have had a busy week, I do need to check in with myself um, and I'm going to do that, I'm going to do the things that I know will make me feel better and I go and do those things. So I think it's interesting how some of these influencers, especially her or others that I follow, they won't tell you exactly what to do, but they almost give you that reminder and say, you know, I've been going through a shit time. And then you kind of start to think to yourself, well, you know, like me too, maybe I need to do something about this. So I kind of like them for that sense. Um, But other than that, I have really gravitated towards more influencers who are kind of all about the lifestyle and, you know, go about their day-to-day lives. They don't show anything super, you know, specific like what I eat in a day or all the workouts they're doing and kind of just more, I like to follow them for sort of the aesthetic 
of it, I guess. And one of my friends said the same thing, like seeing their little, like small moments of their day that are just, they kind of spark creativity in your mind. Um, but other than that, I have really loved a lot of um, influencers who, you know, post like their own unique outfits and their, I love like going through Pinterest and looking at fashion, interior design, sort of aesthetic, like this is super like specific, but dinner table setups and um, kind of like decorating for spaces and um, outdoor like landscapes and stuff. So I have definitely um, started following more girls, a lot of them European. I think a lot of them came onto my feed while I was in France, um, which I loved, but those are definitely the major influencers I follow now because I just think it's so beautiful to see all of these different people's lives like unfolding in different ways and you know they they spark my interest for um, a certain outfit I might want to wear and uh, maybe a recipe I want to try or they um, encourage me to within myself to um, start, like prioritize my routine or just do the things that I know make me the happiest and that's what I love because all of these people are just a, a, an eclectic group of people that I follow they all have their different lifestyles and they all have their unique sense of style and I find that I love following the people who have moved away from trends and you know the fast fashion trends and I find it really overwhelming on TikTok or any mainstream influencer who are promoting you know, the fast fashion trends and you feel like you need to buy into it or, um, yeah, just like the things that everyone else is doing and I hate that and I feel like I have to succumb to that as well when I see that. So I've moved away from that and tried to find more unique people that just kind of, I guess the main thing I like to do when I follow them is it kind of sparks my creativity and that but moral of the story is I know this is a health and wellness podcast for my health and wellness ironically enough I've moved away from the health and wellness influencers only because I find that my health and wellness and my mindset is the healthiest when I'm not thinking about what everyone else is doing um in their daily routine with eating and working out and journaling and yoga and this and this and this and I just get so overwhelmed with what I think I should be doing and I stop prioritizing what my gut is telling me and what my mind is telling me that is good for me um and it just it becomes like it becomes very toxic for me at least so maybe check in with yourself if you're following a ton of like healthy food accounts wellness accounts um there are a few that I do still follow that I love um I have like main three or four tops that I have chosen to still follow um but if if you find yourself like you're obsessing over one person's Instagram or reels or like you remind yourself like everything is a highlight reel but if you find yourself like really stuck on 
a person's day-to-day life, what they're eating, you think that you need to be following that, then I think that's a good sign that it's not doing the good things for you and you need to step away from that, even if that means muting their notifications or unfollowing them if you don't know them. Um, Because for me and what has helped me the most in life, I feel like I've said this in another podcast, but really just simplifying my life down to like it sounds sort of cliche, but like living in the moment, not basing what I do every day on what an influencer is telling me to do and just solely using like Pinterest and Instagram as sort of like a, almost using it as like more of like a mood board um, and using these like beautiful pictures and creations and kind of like quirky little like photo dumps as like sort of like a Pinterest board and um, yeah. So I feel like I'm just going to keep rambling. So what I wanted to do was I asked two of my friends for their opinions on influencers and they shared some thoughts with me. So the first one, um, so I reached out to my friend Maggie and she gave me a couple opinions on fashion influencers and then lifestyle influencers. So I'm just going to read her notes that she sent to me about the first one. So... And also, sorry, my voice is kind of like hoarse this morning. I don't know why. So the first one. So she talked about how there's so many fashion influencers out there and it becomes really overwhelming because so many of them are telling you to buy this or that and it can become extremely unrealistic. And she thinks that fashion has become a race. Who can get to the next, oh my gosh, words, the new next best thing first and that it can become an extremely toxic cycle. In the past couple of months, I found myself on following people who make me anxious about fashion because in reality, it should be something I do for myself and my self-expression rather than keep up with trends and fast fashion. Overall, I find that I enjoy following people who have similar styles to mine or what I want my style to be more like when their content feels too forced or like one big advertisement I tend to follow. So those are her points on lifestyle influencers, and I really, really love the part where she said, I find that I enjoy following people who have similar styles to mine, or what I want my style to be more like, and I think that's interesting because also recently I've unfollowed a lot of girls who just don't have the same style as me, and I know that I'll never really get to that style because A, we don't look the same, we don't have the same body type, um... And I think that's something that a lot of us have to remember and remind ourselves of that everyone on Instagram and the photos that you see, we all don't, we can't all have the same body shape. We can't all fit into the same styles and trends of clothes because that's just really unrealistic. We all have our own unique body composition and not to mention our own sense of style and what our likes are, what our dislikes are. So don't feel like you have to force yourself to follow the trend of what maybe one of your favorite influencers is posting about because if that's not your style, if that's not the colors that you like to wear, if that's not going to fit you and you're not going to feel comfortable and confident in that, then like just don't don't feel like that's going to bring you down because there are people that you know might show you content that promotes like individuality and self-expression and go out and find those like unique and weird and random pieces of clothing that make you feel good and confident um but yeah I I definitely agree with Maggie here 
I don't like super forced content. Um, I just like really natural um, photos, especially like unedited photos. I really gravitated towards like I don't love seeing super edited photos anymore. Like even with filters, I really think that <laughs> makes a difference. Um, right. And then Maggie's notes on lifestyle influencers. So she says, these are personally my favorite types of influencers. I love seeing the little details of someone's day in an aesthetically pleasing way. Specifically, I love Visco for this reason. The no comments and the likes are kept to just the creator, which gives so much more ease and makes the platform so accessible as everything is essentially anonymous. I also love lifestyle TikToks where there's just an audio over someone's day. She finds them very relaxing and inspiring. They motivate me to clean my space or try a new recipe. The only annoying part is that I get trapped with other TikTok content that maybe isn't the best for me um, to be looking at for a while, such as comparing myself to others that pop up on my feed. I find that TikTok is a double-edged sword. Some content makes me want to dream bigger and be more adventurous, while other content makes me self-conscious and anxious. I really love that she said double-edged sword. Like, good for you, Maggie. Great vocabulary. Um, but it's so true. Like, Obviously, you don't have control over your um, your for you page, and some content that might come up might be this, you know, this chill like day to day, just like aesthetically pleasing or whatever content you like. And then next thing you know, like something else is popping up that might trigger you, or you might feel yourself comparing yourself to someone. It can make you anxious, um, etc. So if something makes you anxious, and if you feel yourself you know, all of a sudden comparing yourself or questioning yourself or questioning what you've been doing, just skip it. Like, don't even think twice about it. Just scroll past and go to the next one. Um, or even better, like, exit the app because it can get very addicting scrolling through TikTok. I would know. It's funny because Maggie and I always send the quote, she said, relaxing and inspiring TikToks to each other with just kind of like the a nice audio over them. Um, and like she said, like they motivate her to find a new recipe or clean her space or just do like little things, like very realistic little things that you can do to just, you know, make yourself feel cleaner, better, happier, etc. And then the other person I asked about um, this, who actually kind of inspired me for this topic. So thank you. Um, my friend Caroline, who um, if you listened before, I did a um, guest episode with her. She's amazing. So honestly, I just love the way that she encapsulates everything. Um, so I'm just going to play her voiceovers that she sent to me. So here we go. Um, but I think, I think the main thing that people forget about influencers or maybe aren't aware is just how much of a business it is. We've come to the recognition that social media is a highlight reel. Instagram is curated. Your favorite social media influencers are only showing what they want to show you, X, Y, Z. I think people recognize that now. Um, what I don't think people really recognize or have yet to really recognize, and that's because they don't want us to recognize, is just how much influencing is a business. It is an industry, and it is a job like any other job. So what you're seeing when you look at, at so-and-so's Instagram page or whatnot is you're not just seeing, um, you know, someone doing brand partnerships and making money using the internet. No, what you're seeing is an industry in action and you're seeing business in action. And so I guess what I'm trying to 
trying to say is, is take all influencing with a grain of salt. And I personally love influencers. I know a lot of us do. I don't mean this in a judgmental sense. Um, but just know that you're, you're consuming and playing into an industry. Um, and that means that the goal is of an industry, because we live in a capitalistic society, is for the influencer industry to make money. And so that's really what's going on there. Um, and that kind of delegitimizes, I think, a large part of social media. Um, and it doesn't mean that their content isn't real. It doesn't mean that their content can't be good or beneficial or healthy. Um, but I think it's really important to be aware of the fact that the content you are consuming when you are um, subscribing to or paying attention to or following influencers is, is you're playing into this much larger, very wealthy, very profitable industry. Um, and that means that no matter how genuine it is or how influencing affects your mental health or whatnot, um, you're just playing into this much, much bigger picture. And I think that's why influencing has kind of become kind of considered almost a negative term or a bad term, or we're slowly starting to wake up to how it does affect us mentally. Um, and I think it's just important to be aware of the fact that you're not dealing with individuals when you're having issues with social media. Um, and when you're recognizing that maybe influencers aren't always doing the right thing, that is not a, you know, oh, individuals with small amounts of fame um, should act differently. It's, oh, we've created this massive industry um, that holds extreme financial power and cultural power, especially amongst our generation. And that is maybe now affecting us mentally. So essentially what I'm trying to say is this, I think we can agree that influencers shape us in terms of things we want to buy, things we're interested in, but also in terms of how we view ourselves. Um, and my, my bigger point here is that that's not going away anytime soon. The, the concept of influencing is not going to disappear. Um, so the question that young people, and particularly I would say young women our age and our generation, because we are kind of playing into influencing the most, I would guess, statistically, um, to recognize is, okay, influencing is here to stay. We're right now the target audience. Um, how are we going to approach that in a healthy way? Because influencing and the act of following influencers is not inherently bad and can be quite fun and joyful. And I enjoy it and plenty of other people do. And just, it's fun and interesting to see other people's beautiful, fascinating, creative lives. Um, but how are we going to go forward in this? And how do you, how are we going to have a healthy relationship with this? I don't know. I think that's kind of an individual thing, and I think everyone needs to figure it out on their own. Um, but I think it's it's something to think about. I'm sure you have ideas on this too. And I think the most important thing, the first thing you can do is to be conscious of it and to be aware of the fact that this is all a much bigger, much wealthier thing than we realize. Um, and, and, it's, and to just be aware of it and then to take it from there. So that was my friend Caroline's extremely intellectual and amazing, um, like, just perspective of the whole influencer industry, I guess, is what she really used. And how I think it's interesting because after years of influencing becoming, like, such a huge 
um, prominent thing in our society, I think most of, like, like she said, we're aware of how it's a highlight reel and we're aware that what we see is, is curated content and it's not always the whole picture. Um, we're aware of that, but it still, it still influences us regardless. And I think, like she said, it's, I think we need to be more aware of how it's such a huge industry and how people are making tons of money from this, um, you know, using us as followers as the primary target for their day-to-day jobs and lives. Um, so the question is, how can we, if we're aware that it's definitely not going away anytime soon, like she said, it's going to be here for a long time because, and especially with like the pandemic, so many people transitioned to remote jobs and a lot of people got into the influencer um, kind of sphere. Um, but I guess the main question that we can all ask ourselves is, if we're aware of this, we're aware that it's a highlight reel, we are aware that it's a business and a huge industry how can we handle it? How can What can we do for ourselves that can sort of control it and keep the effects to a minimum, the negative effects, I guess that is? Um, what can we do for ourselves that don't let, um, don't let ourselves become consumed and trapped in sort of like a cycle of you wake up and you look at what they're doing and you know, you follow every single step they take, etc., and you buy into everything they're selling us. Um, and I think, I mean, the answer that I've sort of found for myself is really just filtering and filtering what you want to see and, you know, getting rid of what you don't want to see and who are the people that, you know, kind of speak to you, who are the people that make you feel good, and who are the people that make you second-guess yourself even for a split second. Um, and, what kind of visuals do you want to see and what do you not want to see and what kind of words are people sharing with you and do you like those words? Are they making you feel good? Are they making you feel bad? So I think it's, it just really comes down to you and it's funny because we are the ones who give power to the influencers. We are the ones who who follow them. We are the ones who interact with them. We're the ones who get them you know, more visibility and we engage and we share and we click and we like. And if you spin it around, like if, we have, if the influencer is not benefiting you in any way, then you have the power in your your own hands to just stop it. Like you can unfollow them. It really comes down to you at the end of the day because each individual kind of makes a difference. And, you know, as we talk about here on Food for Thought, like we should be focusing on our own mindsets and our own mental um, health. And yeah, I guess, sorry, that was like a lot of different things um, in this episode, but I guess I just wanted to say you can use social media to your benefit and you can use it to be creative and to, you know, find a new cool recipe or use it forever you see fit. But don't feel like you have to fit in with everyone else and you have to follow who everyone else is following and don't feel like you should be trapped in this in this box where, you know, you're following all these people that really give you nothing, nothing of good in your day-to-day life. And 
honestly, what I should be preaching is less screen time, like, which is something that I've tried to do. I'm trying to go to bed without scrolling through my phone immediately before I close my eyes. And I think, like, taking out a book, writing, whatever you want to do um, is great. And, you know, if you find yourself kind of captured on your phone on scrolling through TikTok or scrolling through your popular page on Instagram, then just check in with yourself and maybe give yourself some time to come back down to earth. Um, because really when we're on our phones, we're kind of like lifted into this other sort of like universe. We're not like, we're not present with ourselves and that can be very detrimental. And that can lead us to thinking all of these thoughts that we don't really need um, because we have enough going on in our minds as it is. So do yourself a favor and one, filter the content you want to see. Don't even don't even feel bad if you if you feel like for a split second you're second guessing yourself or you're comparing yourself, get rid of it. Three, you know, find what makes you happy, find what makes you feel creative and hopeful and passionate about the things that you like. And I guess four I would guess. be limit the scrolling and the screen time and go for a walk, call a friend write, read a book, like play a game. The list is endless, but you all, you all already know that anyway. I'm just trying to reinforce it, but I'd love to hear any of your thoughts on this topic as well. Um, I really enjoyed kind of reaching out to my friends and just seeing what their insights were because it's very refreshing and it's always good to get a second opinion. So if you're interested, if you have any thoughts, concerns, comments on this episode, feel free to DM us on Instagram at um, foodforthoughtpod and also, um, you know, give us other recommendations for topics that you want to hear us talk about because as I said before, like the people who are posting content thrive off of other people and yeah, I would love to hear any of your ideas. So with that, I'm going to leave it there for today because it is getting a bit long. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this eclectic, random sort of word vomit. Um, and have a beautiful day. Bye.